Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show. As you all know, we are celebrating National Disability Employment Month. See, I'm leaving out the word awareness because what we need, we don't need awareness, we need employment. So I'm going to call it National Disability Employment Month. And by the way, I owe all of that to Chris Griffin who first told me how important that was and she is so right. And guess what else we're celebrating this week? National Disability Mentoring Day, the third Wednesday of every October. Such a wonderful and important day. And I've got to tell you, we've got a young man in America who is leading the way for us and, I might add, doing a phenomenal job. You know, I am the chair of the board of the American Association of People with Disabilities, so I know how dynamic he is Welcome to the show, Michael Murray. Joyce, thank you so much. It's a real honor to be here on Disability Matters and to be able to talk about disability employment. I'm excited. Well, we're excited to have you. So, Michael, for our listeners throughout the world, how did you first become involved in the disability community? Well, that's a great question, Joyce. And when I was thinking about how to answer this, um, I, I realized I could not talk about my entrance into the disability community without talking about my dad. Uh, my father was a person with a disability. He had chronic fatigue syndrome from the time I was about three years old, um, and he was just an incredible guy and, uh, and an incredible father. So he was my first introduction to the disability community, and when I was diagnosed with a learning disability and ADHD um, at a very young age, my father always made it clear that you can do anything that you want to do. That, um, that disability doesn't hinder you, and even more, um, disability can be a part of who you are uh, and, and make you uh, that much more amazing um, because you accept it and run with it. I'll give you a great example. My father um, couldn't you know, play football with me. He couldn't throw the football or you know, do sports and that sort of thing, but he wanted me to have that experience. So he found out that I love to uh, run. So he got me signed up for a race. And every day before the race, when I was uh, about nine years old, he would ride in the van next to me and say, come on, son, you can do it, you can do it, keep running, uh, I'll run over you if you don't run faster, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, and, it, and it was so valuable to me. And the day of the race, he actually came out to the race uh, and, uh, and walked the mile beforehand, and then I ran the 5K. And that 
that walk uh, actually put him in the ambulance, but it really showed me that not only did disability not hinder my father from being an incredible man and being an incredible father, but even more because he had a disability and because he took that extra effort to show that he could be an incredible father, not only in spite of his disability, but maybe in part because he had a disability, um, I walked away with that same feeling. So when I got involved with the disability community when I was in college through the National uh, Council on Disabilities Youth Advisory Committee, um, and we were tasked with advising the president on, uh, on disability issues that relate to young people with disabilities. Uh, so we looked at all different kinds of laws and uh, wrote policy briefings and this sort of thing. We were picked from 12 students from all over the U.S. to serve for two years. Um, I brought that same kind of understanding, that disability is natural, disability is beautiful, uh, and that we as people with disabilities in the disability community can do anything that we set our minds to. So that was my introduction to the disability community. Wow. Well, great. that was awesome. What a great introduction that was. Well, it obviously worked because of what a wonderful young man you grew up to be. So, Michael, how did you become involved with the American Association of People with Disabilities? Why, why did you decide, oh, this is a place I want to work? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I my first introduction to AAPD was actually as an intern when I came to D.C. probably uh, eight, nine years ago. Um, and so I, w I was here, I was working. I wasn't an intern for AAPD, but I was uh, an intern with an organization associated with AAPD. And you really cannot be in D.C. for very long without realizing that AAPD has a great deal of sway. Um, you know, when AAPD gets behind something, things happen. Um, and seeing that and seeing the way that AAPD organized the disability community um, and really got people fired up, got them interested, kept them informed, uh, and got people working on the grassroots and on the national level to make things happen, I knew that there was no other place that I uh, could put my talents at work better than at AAPD. So, um, you know, even before I wanted to work for AAPD, I knew that this was a place where things happen and where things get pushed through. Um, so that was that was what made me really interested in APD. Well, you're right about one thing. This is definitely where things happen, and I know what you mean because when I first became involved in the disability community, you know, right away I knew about AAPD. But I know many of our listeners may not, so why don't you talk about AAPD? Absolutely, absolutely. AAPD is the nation's largest cross-disability membership organization working for the economic and political empowerment of people with disabilities. Um, we do this in tons and tons of different ways. I'll, I'll name a few um, offhand. One of the ways that we work on it is through voting. Uh, we want people with disabilities not only to be registered to vote, but also to be a consolidated voting block so that um, our decision makers and legislators realize that the disability vote is important. So that's one of the things that we work on. Another issue that we work on is uh, around interfaith. Uh, we take the faith community and say, okay, we believe that our issues are your issues, that people with disabilities um, stretch through all different kinds of faiths and religions. Um, so bringing those folks to the table and making sure that, that their voice is heard alongside the disability community's voice. Um, we also work on a number of other initiatives around getting information out. So we have an incredible blog at the Justice for All blog. Uh, you can see that at www.aapd.com. 
Um, and on that blog, we uh, do all kinds of different things along with just informing the disability community about things that are happening, but also getting the disability community's feedback and input so that they can get involved. Um, we also work on internships. Uh, so we have an incredible internship program uh, that this year had 28 young people um, from all over the U.S., um, law students, master's students, Ph.D. students, undergraduates, recent grads working in federal government, Capitol Hill, um, nonprofits, and for-profits, really representing the disability community and being our ambassadors, showing that people with disabilities can do amazing things. Um, and then finally, but not least, uh, one of the things that we work on is employment. Uh, we've done some really incredible stuff, and I think we'll get into that more, Joyce, as we move along. But, uh, but employment is one of our big issues. We believe uh, people with disabilities can be employed, that we're an intricate part of the workforce, and, uh, and that we're going to continue um, to increase the employment of people with disabilities. Yes, that's right. Uh, well, your big day's coming. Big day's <laughs> coming. Tomorrow is National Disability Mentoring Day, um, and it is so exciting. So how about telling our listener what that day entails, what it's all about, and then how does a school or a student get involved? Absolutely. So Disability Mentoring Day um, is a program that started 11 years ago uh, in the White House as an opportunity for people with disabilities to really show what they can do, but also so that they can gain some experience. So now it's grown from uh, 22 or from, you know, 11 people to over 13,000 young people throughout the U.S. and over 200 different sites. And as AAPD, we coordinate all of those volunteers. And I'll give you kind of the basics of what Disability Mentoring Day is. Disability Mentoring Day starts with, uh, with a young person with a disability saying, I want to be employed. Uh, that young person has the opportunity then to say, okay, here are some areas that I'm interested in. But then on the other side, we've got employers um, such as Walmart or Darden Restaurants um, or tons of other employers that are involved with Disability Mentoring Day throughout the country um, who come together and say, we believe that people with disabilities can work. And so Disability Mentoring Day connects that young person with those businesses for a one-day job shadowing event where they get to go in and learn a little bit about what it is that they feel like they want to do when they grow up. Um, so they get involved, they can learn. Um, sometimes it involves uh, workshops such as resume writing and learning some skills, how to interview. So important, Joyce. You know this. A lot of times we as the disability community, we walk into our first interview not having a whole lot of experience. Disability Mentoring Day changes that um, so that we can gain that experience and be ready to enter the workforce. Um, do we have time for me to tell a little story about Disability Mentoring Day that I think will really bring it home? Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Yeah, I want you to tell that story, but we're going to be going to break in just a couple minutes. Uh, before we do that, being that the day is tomorrow, uh, Michael, should they go to aapd.com if they have any questions? Absolutely. If you go to aapd.com uh, and look for programs and then Disability Mentoring Day, on that site you'll um, see a number of different things, but you'll see an email address, which is dmd 
at aapd.com. If you email that address and say, I want to be involved, I want to be a part of Disability Mentoring Day, whether you're an employer, whether you're a person with a disability, um, whether you're just a concerned citizen who wants to be involved, you email that number and we will connect you with Disability Mentoring Day. Right. And you remember when Michael talked about how it started? Let me just tell you, Jonathan Young called me from the White House when he reported to President Clinton, and he said, Joyce, we're going to have a day. We're going to have a day, and it has to do with employment, which is why we started Disability Mentoring Day. And I'm very proud to tell you that the only cities that participated, number one was Pittsburgh, other than, of course, the federal government, and number two was in Newark, Delaware, where my other customer CSC is located, which is why National Disability Mentoring Day is so near and dear to my heart. And with that, we're going to get ready to go to break. Hey, if you just joined us, we are talking to Michael Murray, the Director of Programs at the American Association of People with Disabilities, as we all get ready to celebrate tomorrow, National Disability Mentoring Day. We'll be right back. Don't go away. There's a course offered on 7th Wave Network that you never saw offered in college. One that provides information on how to transform ancient wisdom teachings into everyday life. You'll learn how to create from your spirit and explore the world with all of your senses. Participation is encouraged. Enroll in Spirituality 101, the course you can't afford to miss with your host, Reverend Norma. Class is in session every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time, in your favorite classroom, 7th Wave Network. Hi, I'm Greg Grumberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back to the show, everyone. We are celebrating National Disability Employment Month and focusing on National Disability Mentoring Day, which is tomorrow, the third Wednesday of every October. I love Disability Mentoring Day. I love it. And all of you must get involved if you aren't getting involved yet. 
We have the man as our guest that can make that happen next year, Michael Murray, who is the program director of programs for the American Association of People with Disabilities. And, and Michael, when we went to break, I think you had a story you were going to tell. Absolutely, absolutely. And Joyce, I just want to say I love your energy, uh, and I love listening to your show. It just really uh, it gets me excited about disability employment. I, I want to jump up and down, so this is great. Um, <laughs> well, you already <laughs> jump up and down, so boy, you're really jumping now. <laughs> I am. It is great. So disability employment uh, or disability mentoring day, as we were saying, um, it's all about young people with disabilities getting connected with companies uh, and really being able to revolutionize the way that people think. So I'm going to tell a little story that I think will really hit it home. We had a young lady um, with Down syndrome who I think was uh, in Florida, uh, and this young lady really wanted to run a restaurant. From the time that she was three, Joyce, she knew that she wanted to run a restaurant. Uh, she loved going to restaurants. She loved loved the food. She loved the people. She wanted to do it. So when she was a uh, junior in high school, she got involved with Disability Mentoring Day and had the opportunity to go to a Darden restaurant. I think it was an Olive Garden where she got to really uh, get involved and learn what it means to be a part of the restaurant biz. So she showed up um, and the manager was there, worked with her, and she went around serving tables. She bussed tables. Uh, she got to do some of the hosting. She went around with the manager to the tables and got to talk about you know the restaurant and how great the restaurant was. She got to see what they do behind the scenes um, to prepare the food. She really worked hard. By the end of the day, the manager was so impressed with this young lady that, uh, that he said, you know what? You are incredible. I want to hire you right now. What would it take for me to get you to work here? So we see that from the employer's standpoint, it had, that young lady had the opportunity to show that she has incredible skills, that she could do this, um, and, and it, I don't know what that employer's thought was beforehand, but we know afterwards he would hire a person with a disability because he knows that they can do great stuff. Now, from right. the young lady's perspective, uh, she, she uh, thanked the manager and said, you know, this was an incredible day. I learned so much. You know, I've wanted to run a restaurant since I was three. Um, but now that I've spent the day working on, uh, on a restaurant, I realize that I love eating here, but I never want to work here again. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but how powerful was that? So yep, powerful because right. she that thought from the time that she was young that she wanted to run a restaurant. Now she realizes that she uh, would prefer to eat there, but she's going to pursue her employment opportunities in other places. So we see that Disability Mentoring Day has the opportunity to really change minds and change perspectives uh, and help people realize that people with disabilities can do great things. So, uh, so that's a little story that kind of hits home what Disability Mentoring Day is all about. Okay. Well, you know, uh, while we're talking to Michael, we are also on Facebook and, of course, email to Bender and Twitter. Um, and with the email, we have a couple questions for you. The first is, uh, Michael, this sounds really great, but if you are in administration at a school, how long does it take to get this program going? That is a really great question, Joyce. Um, and, I, and I appreciate the caller uh, sending that in. So 
If you are an administrator and you want to get involved with Disability Mentoring Day, there are really two ways that we can make that happen. Uh, the first way is that I can connect you with over 200 volunteers that we have throughout the U.S. who are running Disability Mentoring Day. Um, there may be a volunteer in your area. We call them DMD coordinators. Uh, and I know that Joyce is the DMD coordinator for Pittsburgh and does an incredible job uh, connecting schools and people with disabilities and businesses together for um, an incredible Disability Mentoring Day. Um, but uh, in some places, we may not have a Disability Mentoring Day coordinator. So in that situation, what I would want to do is work with that, uh, that school uh, and work with that area and find out, okay, who are the right partners that we can bring together in order to run a Disability Mentoring Day? If there's already a coordinator in your area, most of the time uh, we can get you connected within about 30 days and get you involved and get everything running. Um, and so we, we, could, we can make it happen, uh, you know, the early part of uh, October. If there's not a coordinator in your area, it generally takes about two to three months um, for you to set up a really good program. And I want to encourage folks, if you're, if you're listening in and you're thinking, hey, I want to run this, there's nobody in my area, don't be scared away. You can do an incredible job. Uh, I, I know programs that started with, you know, five, ten people and now are running programs that have over 300 people uh, and are getting proclamations from the mayor. Um, so starting small, nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's just jumping in there and getting it done. Does that answer the question? Yes, I think that's a great answer. And you know what? I want to say something about this also. Here in Pittsburgh, sometimes when a person asks us that, of course we put them in touch with AAPD so they can get on those uh, calls that Michael has. But the other thing we do is we say you can call Highmark or Bear, or, of course, we tell them, you know, about talk to another person. Maybe that will help you hear what they're doing. Uh, mm -hmm. But remember, you may start with just a couple people. But right. starting is better than nothing, but I would really encourage you, especially if you're listening now and you want to prepare for next year, to call Michael or to go to aapd.com and get the information there um, because it really is so rewarding. You can see what a great day it is in Pittsburgh if the people on the committee said, oh, we have to do more, let's have this VIP event, and all of this turned into the Bender Leadership Academy, which I've done on a volunteer basis for the past 12 years, because we wanted it to be more than one day. That just yeah. shows you, though, how much we love it and how great that it has become. So please, aapd.com, uh, Michael Murray, if you are really thinking about it. Um, okay, Michael, here's a question that I hear all the time, uh, and people want to know, what about students with disabilities in middle school or elementary school? Have you ever had them involved in Disability Mentoring Day? Uh, that is a great question and one that I think is really important for us to focus on. Um, as you know, Joyce, and as we've been talking, a lot of times in the disability community, we as people with disabilities are left with the impression that we will most likely never work. Um, if you're in a wheelchair, you're, you're probably never going to be able to work. And unfortunately, that is a misconception uh, that people have been handed down from generation to generation, and it is just completely untrue. Um, people with disabilities can work. We should be working. We're capable of working, and we're an intricate part of the work and should be included. So the sooner that we can get people with disabilities 
to realize that they can work, to start looking forward to working, um, to start preparing themselves for working, to start thinking about what is it that I want to do with my life after school, uh, the earlier the better. So elementary school, absolutely. Middle school, absolutely. High school, absolutely. College, absolutely. And all of these folks can be involved with Disability Mentoring Day. Now, it'll depend upon the area. Uh, and depending upon their skill sets will really depend upon what will work best for them. Obviously, an elementary school student is probably not ready for a one-on-one kind of job shadowing event, but they may be. Um, but what may be better is for them to be able to go to a corporation and uh, and get a tour and uh, see a little bit of what you know people do. Also, to hear from a person with a disability like Joyce or myself or Dana Fink who works for me or Mark Periello, president and CEO of AAPD, um, about the fact that we, as people with disabilities, can work. It doesn't matter what kind of disability you have. Um, you can work. And so when elementary school students start thinking that way and start realizing that they can work, it changes their mindset and changes their direct trajectory from a young age. So I think absolutely, if you have elementary school and middle school students that you want to be involved with Disability Mentoring Day, send us an email um, at dmd at aapd.com, and we will connect you. Yes. You know what? That is so great if you could do that. Um, because, you know, we got to start changing the way people think at a young age. But another thing, because Michael was, you know, talking about, well, maybe, you know, they're too young, they don't understand. Especially if they're like in second, third, fourth grade, whatever it is. Maybe it would be good to have someone with a disability from the, a middle school. Go yeah. talk to them and just say, you know, on Disability Mentoring Day, say, hey, you guys, you know, I have a disability, you know, it's okay, don't make fun of people. You know what I mean? Something like that, you could maybe do something yeah. like that. But middle school, wow, if you could get that going, believe me, that would be great. Kids with disabilities in, in middle school because... Uh, that's when the bullying is really taken off big Absolutely. time. So if, Absolutely. You, if you could do that, that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I think know I was at the fantastic launch that, that we had this year, the national launch. Do you want to talk about that for a minute, Michael? Absolutely, absolutely. So the Disability Mentoring Day national launch um, happened last week uh, in Chicago, Illinois on uh, October 14th. Um, every year, APD picks a local program that is doing just incredible stuff, and we highlight that program. Um, so this year, we picked Chicago, and we highlighted their program because it's a year-long program. They started with uh, Disability Mentoring Day. Then they have a job shadowing uh, program called Groundhog Job Shadowing Day, which is inclusive of people with disabilities and people without disabilities. And then, ultimately, that program leads straight into summer internships through the city of Chicago. Um, so it was an incredible day. They had workshops. They had over 300 young people from all over the Chicago area come in. Um, we had tons of sponsors there who were just doing incredible stuff. Um, and then uh, even the mayor was impressed with the work that we've done. So Mayor Rahm Emanuel um, wrote a proclamation um, saying, uh, you know, what an incredible uh, work Disability Mentoring Day is in Chicago and how important it is, um, and also highlighting the American Association of People with Disabilities because we picked Chicago as the national launch site. Um, so that proclamation, along with all the young people's lives that we were affecting and changing through Disability Mentoring Day, it was just incredible. Don't you agree, Joyce? I will say it was phenomenal. 
I was really honored to be there and be part of it, um, and also to have Harvey Davis from uh, the National Security Agency as a speaker. Uh, and Michael just did a phenomenal job getting all of this together for us. It was absolutely a great day. Um, and, uh, you know, I can't wait to see where we go next or what happens next, uh, you know, how other cities can be involved. And, and actually, um, I will ask you just that one question, Michael. How do you choose that? Like, how do you decide who's going to do it? Well, we, we sit down with a committee of folks, um, including some AAPD folks, some people from our board, um, along with, you know, just some people from the Disability Mentoring Day Coordinators community, um, and just try to figure out what it is that we need to highlight. So in 2010, um, we did the national launch here in Washington, D.C., and we had um, 20 young people from all across the U.S. come and do job shadowing with uh, presidential appointees. And the real goal was to highlight this executive order that President Obama put into place saying that we are going to hire 100,000 people with disabilities over the next five years in the federal government because the federal government is going to be a model employer for people with disabilities. And then uh, that spurred and started and continued the work that the federal government has been doing with partners in the disability community like AAPD and Bender Consulting in order to bring more talented people with disabilities into the federal government. And I'm glad that you mentioned uh, Dr. Harvey Davis from uh, NSA because um, he was one of our speakers and his, his uh, presence was so powerful because he was saying, we are NSA. We hire only the best the best and we hire people with disabilities. So when NSA says we can hire people with disabilities, there's just no excuse for anyone else because uh, that proves that people with disabilities are the best of the best uh, and that you can hire in our community and not only get the best, the best but uh, add to the diversity of the workforce. How true that is. And listen, we're going to get ready to go to break right now, but if you just joined us, we're talking to Michael Murray from AAPD about Disability Mentoring Day, which is tomorrow. We'll be right back with Michael. Don't go away. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. In the spirit of Have Couch Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling. 
whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back. We're talking about one of my favorite days, which is National Disability Mentoring Day tomorrow, third Wednesday of every October. Um, and we have the king of Disability Mentoring Day, Michael Murray, <laughs> from AAPD with us today. Uh, one thing I wanted to go back to that we mentioned a little bit, uh, Michael, is bullying and how that can relate to the day. Do you want to talk about that? Absolutely, and I, I appreciate you coming back to that. You know, Disability Mentoring Day is all about showing what people with disabilities can do, um, that uh, we're no different from anybody else. Um, and one of the issues that I know is near and dear to Joyce's heart and also is near and dear to AAPD's heart, and we've actually made it one of our platform issues for this year, is bullying. There are too many people with disabilities throughout the U.S. Um, who experience bullying on, on a regular basis. Um, I know when I was uh, in high school, uh, I not only experienced it, but also saw other people getting bullied with people with disabilities. Um, and, and, it's, and it's a sad thing to see because there's just no cause or reason for it. Um, and we believe we're not angry with the folks who, uh, who do this because we believe that we've got to educate them. We've got to get people with disabilities and people without disabilities to understand um, that we are an incredible part of the fabric of the American people. Um, so part of doing that is through Disability Mentoring Day, getting people with disabilities. You know, Joyce had mentioned bringing in a middle school student who can talk to elementary school students about, you know, the fact that people with disabilities do great things all the time, talking about some of the heroes of the disability community, such as Tony Coelho, um, who was a uh, former uh, whip for the Democratic whip uh, in the Congress, who also has a disability, talking about Ed Roberts, um, who was the father of the independent living movement and also a, a paraplegic, um, talking about, um, you know, multiple other people with disabilities who have done incredible things with their lives, not in spite of having a disability, but in part because they have a disability. Um, so I, I think, I, I don't, Joyce, help me out here because I feel like I'm not hitting the real core of how important it is to stop bullying. Oh, listen, we have high school students with disabilities and middle school committing suicide as a result of bullying. Uh, Mark oh. Periello, our wonderful new CEO uh, who we recruited from the White House, who is now the CEO of AAPD. When he spoke at the VIP event here in Pittsburgh just last evening, he talked about the young man 
um, who had developed a disability that is uh, degenerative with the muscles. In other words, he could walk fine at first, but then, you know, his, it began to degenerate his muscles, so his gait was different. In other words, it was very apparent he had a disability. And one these kids would bully him all the time, but one day they got him, smashed his face into the sidewalk <laughs> until they broke his teeth. And guess what? His father went in to see him to get him up the first day of school. Guess what year that was? Sixth grade. Wow. And found him in bed with a plastic sack around his head. He had committed suicide that is referred to from bullying as bully side. Now, I'm telling you, folks, this is happening across the country. I lost a very dear young man that I was mentoring that had been bullied terribly when he was young. Uh, he, like me, had has I have epilepsy. He had epilepsy. These kids would hit him in the head and say, come on, let's see a seizure. He tr- com- tried to commit suicide and slit his wrist when he came out of the hospital. Those same kids said, come and see us the next time, and we'll show you how to do that right. And he went on bullying him, bullying him, and I really thought, um, I really thought that we had him, that he was okay, that he was going to make it. So when his mother called me on May 1st to tell me he was missing, I immediately wow. got this terrible feeling. Um, and later they found him. When he he texted at people and said he's sorry, he couldn't take it. He walked into a river over a dam, and I lost him. And I couldn't talk about this for a long time. Disability mentoring day is so important because it gives young people confidence. They they hear it. Wait, when people say you can't do it, yes, you can do it. That's right. Yes, you can do it. So even if you're listening to the show today and you're being bullied or it's a parent of someone who is being bullied, you've got to get in touch with us at AAPD aapd.com you've got to go to the website bender lead on team on facebook which is dedicated to stopping bullying and all these young people get on and when one person is bullied all these other kids come on and say hey girl i've been there hey don't put up with it i'm your friend whatever we have to do it yeah, must that's stop right on. it yeah, and- must stop Yes, and, and you know, just to add to that, Joyce, when I was in high school, um, there was a young man who was a wheelchair user um, who was paralyzed from the neck down, uh, and he just thought that these uh, football players were just the most awesome folks that he had ever seen. Well, he uh, would eat lunch with them every day. Uh, and most of them, you know, were were you know good good folks. Uh, uh, but one young man apparently didn't like this young man, so he 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 went into a, a small seizure where he was just staring off and started drooling. Uh, and one of the football players looked at him and slapped the table and said, "Hey, what's wrong with you?" Well, he he shook out of it, backed up, hit a trash can, knocked it over uh, with his wheelchair, uh, and then rode off. The whole table laughed. Um, so this young man, a week later, transferred out of the school. Um, the and and really the the what really bothered me the most was that we had a principal who saw it happen uh, and didn't do anything about it. Um, he just assumed that you know uh, boys will be boys, and it was just it was just playing. But bullying is not a small matter. This is not just boys being boys. This is a serious serious issue, and this is affecting the U.S. 
in such a strong way. Uh, and we, we have to stop it. And part of what we can do with Disability Mentoring Day is showing what people with disabilities can do. Because you know, as I know, if you don't have a job, it is really hard to fit into American society. But when you've got a job and you can show, hey, I can be self-sufficient, I can take care of myself, I can uh, work, I can add to the fabric of our society, um, what a huge difference that makes in everyone's eyes. Um, and then showing those people who are doing great things to that younger generation so that they can see, hey, I can do this. I can get through this. I'm not going to stand for bullying. I'm not going to stand it when people pick on me. Um, I'm not going to stand that other guy picking on a friend of mine because people with disabilities are my friends. So um, I think it's such an important part of everything that we do that we have to we have to highlight this issue. We have to focus on it. I agree 100%. And, folks, we are going to do it at AAPD. And, hey, we're not taking it, Okay. We're not going to sit back and take it. Time for a paradigm shift. Time for empowerment. That's we, right. And if you're listening, we've got your back. That's we've right. got your back. You know, Michael was talking about people with disabilities who are successful, who can I'm going to tell you about one of them. He recently retired. Um, his name is Alan Fanica. He played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. For a long time, and then for a very short time, he moved on to the Arizona before he retired. But his major career was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was in the Pro Bowl uh, four to five times. This guy, unbelievable. If you see him, I always used to say, here I am. I felt like I was two feet tall. I'm only five feet to begin with. But <laughs> he was like King Kong Bundy. I mean, we're talking fierce. Really, like you could see if he hit someone what would happen. Uh, well, he goes and speaks to young people everywhere. You know why? Because he's living with epilepsy. Now, let's just wow. think about that. <clears throat> he plays in the NFL, and he's living with epilepsy. And every time I talk to people, I also have to tell them about Jason Snelling, who plays right now for Atlanta. Presently, he plays for Atlanta. He also is living with epilepsy. They both tell me to tell young people the same thing. We've got your back. That's right. Don't, don't be thinking, like, don't be thinking when kids tell you, oh, you're weird, and oh, you know, it's not cool. I, surprise, surprise. To many people, the bully's not cool. You are. That's right. And That's we right. are here for you, and we're going to be here for you nonstop, no matter what. So, Michael, I wanted to ask you, I know you mentioned this before, but about how many students are involved nationwide with Disability Mentoring Day? So currently we have around 13,000 young people with disabilities um, who are doing events um, throughout the U.S. with over 200 DMD coordinator volunteers. Uh, and these DMD coordinator volunteers run programs that start from just, uh, you know, 11 people, uh, 5 people, uh, all the way up to three, 400 uh, young participants in Disability Mentoring Day throughout the U.S. Um, doing just incredible stuff. And we want more, Joyce. We want to increase that number from 13 to 20 to 25 to 30,000 young people with disabilities involved with Disability Mentoring Day. And we want to increase the number of volunteers. So if you're on the call today and you're a young person with a disability who wants to get involved, I really encourage you 
you email us at dmd at aapd.com. Or if you're a school teacher or if you're an administrator or if you're a business who says, I love this concept, I encourage you, email us at dmd at aapd.com. I will get back to you and we will find ways to connect you because this is such an incredible model and getting involved with this is changing people's lives. It's changing the perspective of businesses so that they see that people with disabilities can work and it's changing our community so that the very fabric of our community realizes that people with disabilities have something amazing to offer. That's right. That's right. And we are going to increase it. Let me tell you right now, we're going to increase it. And you know we were talking about this, you know, if you would meet Michael, he is so cool to all you young people. And Michael, how about you? Do you have their back? I've got their back, Joyce. We at AAPD have got your back. There are hundreds and thousands of people with disabilities throughout the U.S. Um, who got your back. Joyce has got your back. Bender Consulting has got your back. You're going to do great things. That's right. You are. And we're here for you, and we'll be here for you. Hey, if you're listening to the show and you know, oh, I wish I would have heard this sooner, or... I wish someone else I know would hear this. Remember, these shows are archived, and they have been for the past eight years, on voiceamerica.com and on benderconsult.com. You can send them back to listen to the show. And with that, we're going to get ready to go to break. We have been talking to Michael Murray, Director of Programs for the American Association of People with Disabilities, aapd.com. And by the way... If you haven't become a member, join today. Just so you know, it's only $15. $15 to help us change America. $15 that may help save a life. Think about that, folks. We'll be right back to end the show with Michael Murray. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where Disability Mentoring Day matters. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back to the show. Tomorrow's our day, Disability Mentoring Day in the United States. And our great leader, Michael Murray, who's the Director of Programs at AAPD, once again, aapd.com. If you have any questions about Disability Mentoring Day, go to aapd.com. But tomorrow's the day where high school and middle school students across America will go on site for a day of job shadowing. For example, here in Pittsburgh, they come to my company, Bear Highmark, BMY Mellon, FedEx Ground, uh, UPMC, many companies across Pittsburgh. And they go in, sometimes they have a little breakfast in the morning, then they're paired up with their mentor. In other words, someone in IT, finance, human resources, whatever it is, or they can go to a restaurant and be paired up with the chef, whatever it is they're interested in doing. And that way they can see, wow, this is what it's like to work. Then often here in Pittsburgh they have a luncheon at lunchtime with their mentee, um, and then, of course, they go home. But it is phenomenal for two reasons. It gives hope to that student, and it breaks attitudinal barriers with the employer. Disability Mentoring Day tomorrow, the third Wednesday of every October. Uh, so, Michael, You obviously have done so many great things with your life at such a young age, but I ask everyone that's been on the show these last two questions, everyone, for the past eight years, um, and sometimes this next question is the hardest to answer, but in your life, what would you say so far is your proudest accomplishment? Well, Joyce, I think it is a great question. I want you to know out of all the questions you've asked, I had to spend the most time thinking about how to answer this. And I hope that this doesn't sound like a plug for AAPD, um, but nonetheless, it is what I am the proudest of, is my work here at AAPD. Um, I am director of programs at AAPD. I'm responsible for over a million dollars of our budget here at AAPD. Um, I run five national programs, Disability Mentoring Day, which we've been talking about here, um, and which you know just really affects the lives of thousands and thousands of young people with disabilities throughout the U.S., but also I run an internship program uh, here at AAPD. Last year, we had 28 young people who were just incredible uh, coming to Washington, D.C., doing internships in the federal government, uh, doing internships on Capitol Hill um, at uh, for-profits, at non-profits. Uh, it was an 11-week program. It was incredible, uh, and I'm, I'm incredibly proud of that program and being able to be a part of it and run it. Um, I also run uh, HERN Awards, uh, and we're actually accepting applications for the HERN Award right now, uh, and we've highlighted two young people with disabilities or two people with disabilities who are emerging leaders in the disability community. We give them $10,000 apiece. We also highlight them at our annual gala, which this year is happening on March 20th. Um, AAPD's uh, gala is just incredible. We do awesome, awesome things every year. Uh, This year, again, is going to be just incredible. We've got uh, fashion designer Mark Echo, who's going to be working with us. Joyce, obviously, is our board chair. We'll be leading the front uh, with our with our gala, um, and so we highlight those Hearn awardees during the gala, and that's what it's all about. It's about people with disabilities leading the way. Um, I also run uh, two other programs here uh, at AAPD, um, and so with those five programs, um, 
that is that is the highlight of my accomplishment to this point, being able to be a part of the national movement, um, getting my hands dirty, and working with people with disabilities, working with businesses, working with uh, you know people who are doing great things throughout our community, organizing the grassroots, and really empowering people with disabilities economically and politically, changing the structure of our society so that we are seen for the amazing people that we are, and so the disability community as a whole is empowered um, so that we can be seen as we truly are, which is amazing. Michael, we have a question that just came through uh, to our office, and that is, uh, Michael, first of all, thank you for everything you're doing for young people with disabilities, specifically learning disabilities. My question for you is, do you have any advice for a young man if he is going to school and constantly being told he's stupid? Mm. <clears throat> um, yeah, Joyce, that, that's, it, it breaks my heart because that is... Uh, uh, you know, that goes back to the bullying uh, issue that we were talking about earlier. I experienced that when I was in high school. Um, as a person with a disability, I was often told uh, that, you know, you uh, can't succeed. I remember sitting in an IEP meeting, and I, I had really good grades, Joyce. I had uh, uh, almost a 4.0 in high school, um, but I had a psychologist come in and give me a test. Uh, and that test, as we all know, uh, only tests the things that I'm really bad at, which is spelling uh, and other things related to my disability. Uh, so then we sit in this IEP meeting, and the, he says, Michael, uh, what is it that you want to do with your life? And I say, well, I, I think I'd like to go to school and get a degree in special education and help the disability community as people have helped me. Uh, he looks at me and says, I think you should start thinking about more realistic goals because college was not an option for a person with a disability who had struggles like I had. Um, well, that was obviously detrimental. I mean, essentially, I had a psychologist in a meeting sit there and say, you're not smart enough. Um, but I want to encourage any of those young people who have been in that situation to realize you can do it. I went on to graduate magna cum laude from college. Um, I've had an incredible career as a person with a disability, and it didn't stand in my way. As a matter of fact, having a disability um, helped me to understand how to problem solve, how to work around the issues that I was dealing with. And a lot of other people who haven't had a disability and hadn't had to struggle and fight for certain things didn't know what that was like. So I was a step ahead of them. So I would encourage those folks, um, take the bull by the horns. You can do it. If you need help and support, contact, uh, go to aapd.com. You can contact Disability uh, or uh, Bender Consulting. Altogether, there are tons and thousands of resources out there to help you succeed, uh, and you can do it. So that would be what I would tell that, uh, that young person. Well, and you can see, here you go. Here's our national spokesperson right here. You couldn't have given a better example, and you know what? I'd like to knock out that psychologist. This is what happens in America. I just heard a young man who's my mentee spoke, speak this morning and tell how he was diagnosed at the absolute lowest level with an intellectual disability, and in the meantime, when he was retested 10 years later, no, that wasn't it. He's fine. He had dyslexia. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, whether you have an intellectual disability or dyslexia or epilepsy, you're fine no matter what. But That's when right. people are misdiagnosed, it really can cause problems. It really can, no matter who they are. But That's anyway, right. Michael, before we close the show, what message would you like to leave with our listeners? 
Um, well, Joyce, I think our whole show today uh, and your and Disability Matters um, as a whole highlights the fact that people with disabilities are a natural part of human society. Um, having a disability is not something that's strange. It's not something that's abnormal. It's normal. If you live long enough, you will have a disability. Uh, and people with disabilities were the nation's largest uh, minority population in the U.S. Um, so there are thousands and thousands of us. And when we come together as a community and decide that we're going to see change, that we're going to empower people with disabilities, that young people with disabilities are not going to have the same struggles um, that the former generation had, that is when we can really see uh, a change. And we're already seeing a change. So I encourage all of those folks who are listening to the call, go on to AAPD.com. Join the disability rights movement. Be a part of what we do. Continue to listen to Disability Matters with Joyce. Um, any way that you can be involved, come in with Disability Mentoring Day. Become a, a coordinator. If you're a business, be a part of Disability Mentoring Day. Um, whatever you can do, do it, uh, and we will see the change that we want to see, and we will be the change that we want to be. That's right. Wow, what a great show, Michael. Thank you for being with us. And we end every show with a quote from a leader or an individual working, trying to help young people with disabilities or that applies to the work of young people with disabilities. And today is from Clay Aiken who said, I'll share one thing, and that is inclusion is extremely important for kids, all kids, with and without disabilities Everyone has to be included, and that is so true. Everyone must be included. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.